the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You talking to me? Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And soon we're going to be cutting open the turkey, and soon we're going to be sitting around a lot of people, hopefully some of them we like. Uh, But, you know, it is times like this at the holidays where we start looking at our life differently. Now, the unique thing is that Like It Matters, whether it's likeitmatters.net in my leadership training or likeitmattersradio.com on this radio show, we always take a look at our life that way. That way, when it comes time for Thanksgiving, you enjoy it. That way, when it comes time for Christmas, you enjoy it. That way, when it comes time uh, to take your last breath and say the goodbyes, you, uh, you get everything you can out of it and give everything you can to it. And today on Like It Matters Radio, um, I want to bring some clarity. You know, we, we, we live in a confusing time. You know, America and Americans are confused. Uh, the lady called America is not sure who she is anymore. Many times uh, our childhoods uh, are confusing. You know, we go through times, we go through seasons in our life where things are confusing. And that word confusion is, is the opposite of clarity. Confusion is really the pandemic. Confusion uh, is our enemy's number one weapon formed against us. And when we are confused, we don't speak up. We don't step out. We don't, we don't do the right thing. We don't consider the right thing. However, when clarity comes into focus with a vision and a purpose, that's a game changer. And so today I want to talk about that. Today we're going to be joined by guests uh, from the recently graduated Team 229. We've had them all week long. Uh, and I'll also be uh, having my son join me for the very last segment. You know, my son uh, grew up around this training. I've been doing it next year. will be 30 years. And so Faith and Christian are my two oldest. Uh, I have uh, four kids total. Faith in, uh, is uh, 24, I think, 25. Uh, Christian's uh, 21, going on 22. Maybe 22. <laughs> My son, um, uh, Major, is uh, 16. Uh, and Benaya is uh, six and a half going on 16. Uh, the only one at home right now is Benaya. Uh, but my son 
uh, as uh, and I are getting closer and closer. And so he uh, grew up around this training, so saw a lot of it, thought he knew what was going on. And about uh, about a month ago, I actually had him join me, and he actually staffed in Vegas with me, uh, got a chance to see the entire thing. And, you know, he's uh, probably majority of his friends have been through my training, probably about 30 of them. Uh, the people he went to school with, uh, the school he went to school, the teachers went, uh, the uh, pastors went. So uh, he's uh, he's always had people associated with my training, but he got a chance to actually experience it. And uh, he'll experience it again next week or two weeks in Vegas. So I thought I'd have him come in the last segment and share what he's seen now that he's seen the whole thing. But I want to share a story with you because this thing about vision uh, is so critical, important. And, and really, if you think about the word confusion uh, and clarity, those are visual words. You know, there are words called predicates. And these predicates tell you how someone's processing, whether visually, auditorily, or kinesthetically. We have three primary modalities. We have the visual where we take in the world by sight. We have the auditory where we take in the world by what it sounds like. And then we have kinesthetic, where we take in the world by what it feels like. Those are our three learning styles, and that is how our three channels, how we process information, uh, and that is also uh, how we talk. If you listen to people, they talk in their primary modality. Visual people talk in visual words, clarity. Um, I, I, I can't see what you're saying. I need to get a vision. Uh, let's have a meeting. I need to talk about this eye to eye. If you listen to their words, their quote predicates, they will tell you they're talking in pictures. Auditory people talk in sounds. Well, that sounds right. Uh, uh, I can't get a clear understanding of what you're saying. Hey, listen, let's get together. Let's sit in the same room. So I need to get ear to ear with you. Um, you know, if I don't hear from you next week, I'm going to give you a ring. Do you hear it? They're all sounds. They talk in sounds. Now, they don't, they're not consciously doing this. This is unconscious. And kinesthetic people who are primary kinesthetic, remember, we have all three modes. We process all process visually, all process auditorily, all process kinesthetically. But we do have a favorite flavor. We have a primary one usually, and then we have a secondary one that's a little bit less uh, as powerful, but still powerful. And then we usually have a tertiary one. Uh, but there are times where someone's pretty well balanced across the visual, auditory, kinesthetic. We call those VACs, V-A-Ks. But the kinesthetic talk a lot in um, set feelings, um, very uh, aggressive, maybe contact metaphors. Uh, you know, I'm, how you doing? I'm wrestling with this. Hey, uh, how's it going? I'm hanging in there. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with this thing. Uh, let's get together so we can toss this around. You hear the physical words? And so think about this. The word clarity, of course, is a visual predicate. But confusion, when, you know, you're driving down a street, it's a storm, the rain's pouring down, the wind's blowing, it's really dark, uh, you get confused because you can't see that clearly. So I think that's what a lot of confusion is going on in the world right now. People are confused because they can't see clearly. Vision is the ability to see into the future, to see how the dots connect. And when you can't see in the future, you give up. Which brings us to the story. You know, in 1952, a woman named Florence Chadwick decided to attempt the 26-mile swim between the California coastline and Catalina Island. During her swim, Chadwick traveled with a team whose job it was to keep an eye out for sharks. I mean, they're in the waters. they got to protect her. So she would have people in boats uh, shooting at sharks and uh, making sure she was safe. The water was absolutely cold and all that. So she had to have people in boats around her for her own protection. 
And so they had to be prepared to assist in the event, unexpected cramps, injury, fatigue, you know, like the music just told you, there's a shark in the water. There's a shark in the water, right? So she's swimming for like 15, 16 hours on this long swim, uh, and all of a sudden a thick fog begins to roll in. And so now Chadwick's tired, she's cold, she's fearing the sharks, uh, she's, uh, now she can't see, so her vision starts going away. And so does her confidence. Her mother, who happened to be in one of the boats at the time as Chadwick uh, was doing her swimming, she uh, relayed to the team that uh, she didn't think she could complete the swim. You know, she was getting starting to give up, and she never given up, never given up. So she swam uh, another hours, a couple more hours, and all that, and then finally she just not being able to see the coastline, not being able to see clearly because of the fog. Finally, she said, "You know, I can't make it." So she called it quits. Now she sat in the teetering boat. After she had quit, she came to a realization that she was only a mile away from the Catalina Island coast. You know, uh, it was Irish poet John O'Donohue who writes uh, in the book Adam Carr. said, if you've ever had occasion to be out early in the morning before the dawn breaks, you will have noticed that the darkest time of night is immediately before the dawn. The darkness deepens and becomes more anonymous. If you've ever been to the world uh, and never known what a day was, you couldn't possibly imagine how the darkness breaks, how the mystery and color of a new day arrives. Light is incredibly generous, but also gentle. When you attend to the way the dawn comes, you learn how light can coax the dark. And sometimes we've got to paddle through a little bit of fog, and we'll discover that that haze eventually gives way. And so what happened, she got back in the water again two months later. That's what all great leaders do. They hit it again, pick themselves up, dust themselves off. And now she remembered what happened. She started swimming, and once again, a thick fog set in. But this time, she had a mental image of the shoreline in her mind as she pushed herself along. And not only did she succeed, but she wound up making the swim two more times. And by the way, she did it in record times faster than any man had ever did it as she became the first woman to swim it. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're going to talk about today. When we can bring some clarity, when we can bring some purpose, all of a sudden confusion doesn't stop us like it did up until now. So I'm Black, and we'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. 
We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. While some stores have had end caps with photos of old St. Nick for a couple of months now, we prefer to wait until after Turkey Day to decorate our studios. A great show of restraint if we do say so ourselves. But the time has nearly arrived. Tune in to our sister station, thefishtwincities.com, this Friday as they deck the halls and adorn the airwaves with green and red. The soundtrack of the season on thefishtwincities.com is supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. This is Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm listening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we want to bring some clarity before the turkey. You know, isn't that a proverb? Uh, clarity comes best before the turkey goes down. I think that's a proverb. I just, I might have just made that up. But, you know, uh, it does bring some clarity. I know a lot of people spend holidays sometimes with people that they might not want to spend it with. That uh, It's kind of forced participation, if you will. But, you know, one thing I love about our training is the people who go to our training right before the holidays, uh, all that's behind them. They have great holidays. And so uh, let's go to the phone lines. Let's welcome uh, graduating team member from Team 229. Let's welcome Gina to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Gina? Hey, Mr. Black. I'm doing great. You got some clarity on you? <laughs> I have a lot of clarity on me. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We talked about that yesterday. Hey, uh, so how did you get to, you know, I always like that question, you know, because God has many different paths to get to the same place, but how did you get outside that hotel meeting room uh, on Thursday, outside of Leadership Waking? How, what brought you to the training? How did you find out about it? Um, well, uh, my, my worship pastor, Kyle Garrison, you know him, and uh, he went yep. through the training, and he has been pestering me for months to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to do this. And the first time he told me about it, I said, Kyle, I'm broken, and you want me to break some more, and I cried. And <laughs> but he just loved me back into it and then got a kind word from you, and I knew that the Lord, this is something the Lord wanted me to do. And he, he, he calls me to do hard things, and and uh, this one I, I did. 
Yeah, amen, amen. And uh, what is it you do? This was so fascinating. What do you do for a living? I'm a licensed professional counselor, and um, I sit with people in their struggle all day. Yep, and you walk sometimes in those struggles, and you put stuff on, because I know I experience that as well. So so here you are. So you're someone who helps people clean up their heads and heart. And, and by the way, all of us in this field, and me especially, we all need to be seeing people on a regular basis. I, I, I get help on a regular basis. I need help. We all need help. It's not anything wrong with needing help. We all, you know, there's only so much we can do when we're emotionally involved. We're too associated that sometimes we're too close to the fire, too emotionally involved that we need out outside help. And I've uh, sought counselors all my life for the last four decades. Uh, so it's a healthy thing. It's a good thing. And so you, you got to be honest with me. Uh, you, you probably had all kinds of reasons not to go as the training came forward, correct? Absolutely. <laughs> Fear yeah. of being number one. Works that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. And so you got to tell me, so what, what's your view? I mean, two and a half days later, you went through this class. What did you think about the 48 hours you went through called Leadership Awakening? The 48 hours were, they were super intense, super in the moment and super, um, and, and, and I'm mad that teammates have said it is true. It felt like it was two weeks, but it wasn't. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was intense. Yeah, and I don't make any apologies. You know, it's a we are pretty good uh, defense, uh, uh, you know, workers. You know, we we block and we attack. You know, I, the way I say it is, uh, most people their heart is like the comparison to the NFL quarterback. You know, the NFL, each team spends a lot of money, a lot of resources to guard that quarterback to make sure nothing touches it. And let's be honest, that's what we do to our hearts. They get damaged so young, so early, a child, uh, you know, in our childhood, um, you know, family of origin issues that when we're on our own, where our hearts are regarded, it's already shut down. And then we, we make silly mistakes So with younger people our age and they make silly mistakes. And man, by the time we're in our 20s, we're so shut down and closed off. That's amazing. Any two people um, could experience anything great together. And so it's all about the past. And this weekend, uh, was it fair to say you got a chance to get some clarity? Could, is it fair to say that you went in there with some confusion, some, some brain fog? What do you think? Um, yeah, brain fog. And I, I wrote about brain fog a lot. But absolutely, but by the end of the first um, though a Thursday night, I knew I just that like I had all this pain that I was carrying. And I, and I knew that. It had been told. I've been told that, and I knew that. And uh, but by the end of the first night, what I realized was where the fog came from and lack of focus was that um, I was serving pain. Pain wasn't serving me, and it wasn't. I wasn't mm. using it for its purpose to move forward um, and and live to wow. the fullest. Well, and that's great. And people say, what do you mean for its purpose? Yeah, there is necessary pain. I mean, if you read Genesis 3, the fall of the garden, uh, because of our disloyalty, because of our sin, because we chose not to walk with God, God put a curse on the earth and a curse on man and woman. The curse was that, men, you're going to toil in the soil. 
uh, and it's going to be painful. It's going to be uncomfortable. Uh, and we're, you're gonna, one of the things you didn't say, you're going to have to chase after those confusing women. You're going to chase after them. That's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> but in the women, we're told that there's going to be uh, discomfort in childbirth. Uh, and there's yeah. also going to be a little bit of animosity between men and women. Uh, that's basically kind of in between the lines there. And so there is necessary pain. Um, you know, when kids grow and they lose their teeth and their legs start stretching, they get leg pains, necessary pain. But you know as a licensed counselor um, that I call them unforced errors, uh, unnecessary pain, things that we do to ourselves that just uh, exacerbate the situation, correct? That's exactly right. And I'm, I'm really good at closing off. That's my thing. Is yeah. <laughs> up until people. now. Up and until now. I am. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, natu- I'm naturally good at that personally, but, but it's kind of an occupational hazard, too, because yeah. I have yeah. to connect with people really deep, really fast, because time is short to get to the bottom of yeah. things. And so and it's a one way thing, which it's supposed to be in yeah. that profession. Yeah. And then but, but by the end of the day, I'm done. And I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm done. And I and I don't yeah. want to connect. And that's. I have everything I had. It's left was out. <laughs> yeah, and every person has it. You know, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, one of my favorite quotes. Believe me, every man has a secret sorrow, which the world knows not. And oftentimes, we call a man cold when he's only sad. And let's be yeah. honest. You look around this world, and there's America. There's a lot of sad people. There's a lot of, you know, we know we were talking before about someone, a, a church that we've been to before, um, that the, the guy's taken over the youth program and all that. And I look in his eyes and I see sadness. I see hurt. I see brokenness. And I just want to help that. And some people can look at it as they're mean, they're cold, uh, they don't care about me. I don't see that at all. I see pain. I see hurt. I see brokenness. And, and I see it in me. You know, and, and what, what, what we do with pain, I think, really dictates a lot. We do have a lot of pain, pain from childhood, uh, pain from early relationships, uh, pain from our mistakes we make. And the problem is we hold on to our pain. And that's why I love John MacArthur. And I share this quote on a regular basis. And, you know, uh, he said, you can ex- exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. But here's where he goes in. I love this. If, however, by God's grace, you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden capacity. In other words, pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. And, uh, you know, you know this as well as I do, neurosocial conditioning. There's only two driving forces, technically, when you get right down to it. You're either moving away from something or you're moving towards something. You're either motivated by the avoidance of pain or you're the desire for pleasure. But one of the two is driving you. And it's a focus issue. Uh, And what do you think for you right now, if you had to pinpoint something, what do you think of that 48 hours? Here's someone that knows the counsels, that knows her own pain, all that. What did you experience in 48 hours? What's the biggest takeaway? Well, there's a lot of big takeaways, I think. I've been trying to, I'm still processing everything. I'm still looking through yeah. everything yeah, that I've written on. down. It's just, yeah. it's so much. But um, but I think my, my biggest takeaway at this point is that, um, that I, I didn't, know the fullness of my own power that God has placed in me um, mm-hmm. to 
process pain properly and in a, and in a godly way and and that and to not let pain um, be a belief system <laughs> you know to let wow, my belief system in, in Jesus Christ um, be the, the guiding force and that power that he has placed in me and I shared with you you know I, I went in knowing I was a strong woman but I didn't realize yeah. the powerful woman that God created me to be and to, and to that, that place inside of me, I would open up just a little bit to either grieve or hurt or process something, and then it closed back up because, okay, I'm done. And then it opened up a little bit, just enough. But what happened is that that place in my inner man is completely open because the Lord, He, yep. he opened it, but He didn't leave it just open. He put Himself in it. And, and to be wow. able to operate in that, yeah, and, and you know, and I, I read it says, um, God has spoken once, I heard it said twice, that all power belongs to God, and, and the meek yep. shall inherit the earth, and the meek is that picture of, you know, power and strength under godly control. And, and so that, I think at this point, that's my, my biggest takeaway of, of that part of my identity in the Lord. Wow, it's huge. And you're right, it's to me, you know, people think meek is weak, but meek isn't weak. Meek is the picture is a bridled stallion, uh, right. a powerful horse that could kill a man, but yet allows it to be under the control of that rider. Um, but it doesn't have to. It could throw it off. I've been thrown off my horse and knocked unconscious. It can kick you. It can take off running. And if it doesn't want to stop, it ain't going to stop. But it, uh, it allows to stop it. And that's the same thing with what you and I, you know, you and I are children of God. We know that. And we've screwed up enough to know how flawed we are. We don't have faith in our flesh. And so we know that we need to trust. And, you know, one thing I learned a long time ago, Gina, is God cares how we suffer. Uh, and uh, when I said that, people like look at me strangely. Yeah, he does. And we're gonna we're getting ready to go heartbreak, Gina. Stay with me, please. Great conversation uh, today. We're talking with one of the graduates from Team Two Two Nine. She's a powerful woman, and she's actually a licensed counselor as well. So uh, come back. We got a couple minutes of break, and then we'll be right back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare. And that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. I called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, 
people started referring friends to me to help them cancel a timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication and training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. With your head full of brains and your shoes full of feet, you're too smart to go down any not-so-good street. Amen, Dr. Seuss. I am black. And we are back with Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have some clarity over that mealtime. I hope you have some clarity with the family. And today, that's what we're talking about, clarity. So let's welcome back a recent graduate on Team 229. Let's welcome Gina. Thanks again, Gina. I know you got a lot going on for joining us. Yeah, glad to be here. So uh, you and I met in church. You know, we know each other from church. And this is secular training. I always tell people this. Uh, this is secular training. And I tell people it's very hard, you know. And uh, But yet in there, I, you know, when I talk long enough, Scripture comes out of me. You know, I, I believe man is a three-part being. We have a, a body. The Bible calls our tabernacle, our tent. It's a temporary dwelling place. But there are rules. Physiological rules, the body releases chemicals, our, our thoughts, the study of epigenetics tell us our thoughts basically turn switches on and off on our DNA. So we have the body, uh, which is driven by the mind, and God tells us the battles in the mind, you know, transform your thinking, do not conform to the thinking of this world, and hold your thoughts captive, the being Christ. There's so much scripture about the mind, and then we deal with the spirit. Uh, because we, who we are is, is the spirit, and we're either part of God's team or part of the other team. Keep it simple, soldier. And so I deal with all three aspects of that. Tell me, how do you think this affected you in the different areas? Uh, has it affected you in how you carry yourself? Has it affected you in how you think? And has it affected you in your relationship with God? Well, number one, it's, it's affected my relationship with God because— because that is what flows into the other two parts, and um, and, the, and being in a in a place of, of surrender um, to Him in in everything, um, um, being spiritually with my. Because I, I went Monday, I, I worked Monday in the counseling room all day, and I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever been more present with my clients because Jesus wow. always meets me there. But wow, yep. it was just a powerful day with the Lord, you know, because I, yep. it was a place of just submission was easier. I think, um, 
and because because of you know the why and not wandering off. Yeah, you know? yeah, and and you were fully present. Uh, you were fully Don't present me. for those people. You were fully present with God. So you weren't in yesterday and weren't in tomorrow. You were in full present now. That's what's so cool. Right, right, and then and then like in my mind and my body. So so there's this this place that the Lord is that you know that inner man place. It's part of my spirit, but. But in my, it's, it's in my mind is that opening up and not closing back off again, and yeah. and um, and it's. I'm not saying I'm open minded. I mean I am, but I mean yeah. there's this, that, this place inside of me that God has placed there to not shut off and to be aware and to be present and to in my mind to to think clearly, you know, and and be aware of when I need to redirect my thoughts. You know, back back Amen. into that that place of concentration and strength yep. that he's placed yep. in me. So it, it all oh, all three just really just one big beautiful mass of incredible God. <laughs> yeah, and incredible. And you had said something, you know, because what I do is intense. And I actually had a pastor a while back go through a training, and uh, uh, you know, he trusted me going, and uh, you know, he didn't really know me that well, and he went, and he did okay. I think he checked the box a little bit, but uh, didn't really get real too deep in that. And I'll never forget, I had heard through somebody else that he said uh, he would never send his wife to that. And um, I heard it second night, he didn't send it to me. As a matter of fact, when I brought that up to him, he said, oh, no, no. Well, I was just telling him it was tough and all this, but I heard it differently. Um, and I was like, wow, I mean, your class had seven women and two men. So I didn't do anything different. So tell me, I mean, that is a hard class, but is there any love in there? Is, uh, I, I mean, explain as a woman, what, what did you think of the class? Okay, so, so as a woman, I mean, it, it was hard. It was. It was probably at first one of the most difficult things I've ever ever done, and and I was saying, "Dang that, Kyle! I could be cold out somewhere <laughs> at first. <laughs> he sent me yeah. here. Poor Kyle. He got a beating that night. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he did, did he? Saying, no, I'm gonna trust him. And he kept saying, "Trust the person." Anyway, so but but it was really hard. But then you know, at, by that by the end of that first night, it was became very liberating and freeing. And then and then, but it became really ultimately the most one of the most loving things I've ever experienced in my life. You know, for someone to love me that much, to be honest with me, <laughs> and tell me things yeah. that were really hard, but at the same time, not leave me hanging where I'm just this big open wound. You know, it, yeah. where it, but allow the Lord to, to pour back into those places to keep moving forward in, in this beautiful process. Yeah. And that was my well, experience. So cool. it was one of the ultimate loving things I think I've ever experienced before. Yeah, and, and it is the yin and the yang. I make no qualms about it. There is a, there is roar at time to roar like a lion, and there are times that we are gentle like a sheep. You know, again, I use a Christ as a great example uh, of the yin and the yang. You know, he's that the lion from the tribe of Judah, and yet he's the sacrificial lamb who says you. Someone that takes one cloak, you give them everything. Someone hits you on one cheek, you give them two. Someone tells you to go one mile, you go two miles. And Christ, while he was being crucified, you know, could have said anything in the world. Of the seven things he said on the cross, he said the first, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Again, meek. The meek shall inherit the earth. And that he gave us the example of that. And uh, I agree with you. I think it's absolutely loving. Jesus Christ is pure love. And yet he came on this planet. He said some harsh things. 
You brood of vipers, you whitewashed tombs. Uh, even when the apostles could not cast out demons from the man's son, I don't know if you remember that, uh, you know, Jesus kind of chewed him out a little bit. How long am I going to be with you guys? Do you not know this? I mean, if you look at that, there was an exclamation point there. He he said some harsh things. He had two temple tantrums, uh, and yet God, he was love. He was without sin. And I think what we've equated love to, uh, this soft, fluffy, accept everything, don't challenge anything, that's not God's definition of love, is it? No, not at all. Yeah, I, I was thinking of that def, the, the definition of agape. There's a lot of definitions, but yeah. love for the highest good of another person. Is, that's cool. That, I never that's heard that. That's the most loving thing ever. Yeah. Oh, that that's 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 awesome. And you uh, had a chance. You went with like six other women and and, and two uh, men. So how do you feel about those people? I mean, it's pretty cool. In forty hours, you guys come pretty close, right? I mean, what what did you experience on the team front with that group? Well, well first of all, shout out to Team Two Two Nine. They win the battle of the Amen. mind. Yeah. So And but no, they are just some of the most incredible people I've ever met. Um, to, to have that experience of, of, of seeing them for who they are and they saw me for who I am and, um, and they're, they're, they're in my heart and they always will be, you know, I, I can't even describe it. It's unique. Yep. Um, that's the place and, that and they you know, have so in my heart. Yeah, and we're in the place of socially distancing, you know, and I always say, we, Gina, you and I talked about this, that we've been distancing for decades. Uh, you look at technology, you go to a restaurant, you see two people that sitting together and not even talking to each other on their phones or iPads. And so we've been distancing for a long time. We're afraid to, to touch each other. We're afraid to breathe in the same room together. And in uh, Leadership Awakening and what we do, we reconnect people. It's very intimate. Uh, and we all do the same thing. There's no place to hide. I mean, you, you're, you've been a part of Team Dynamics before. I mean, what did you think about the Team Dynamic and what we created? Unique, powerful? What do you think? Yeah, it was powerful, and, and um, but it was safe. You know, there was nothing about yeah. any person there. There was no, and, and that's the thing. Like me personally, I'd rather be in a class full of men than a class full of women, usually, because women I've, I've heard women say that. <laughs> they yeah. are. Yep. But you know what? Not one time did I feel that from any of those women. Not one time. Yeah. You know, that, that it was it was a safe place for everybody. It was awesome because because we all had this amazing unity, and and really ultimately yeah. we really wanted the same thing, and um, and I think yeah. that just made it a really amazing team environment for each of us. That there's no judgment Amen. and just safety, and I just really appreciated yeah. that about this particular group of people and what's really cool is is you know to to look stand there and talk to them and look in their faces and see see them see me when i don't want to be seen but they saw me in such a way that it was real and genuine and i knew i was okay Yeah. Amen. Amen. And uh, you're leaving there with a new focus, a new clarity. And uh, and you already said you find yourself more present with people. How do you think it's going to affect your counseling practice? Do you think it's going to have a big effect on your counseling practice? Yes, and it already has. <laughs> even even just one day back, it 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 already has. The um, like like seeing people. I, I always see people and I, I pick up things on people and that's something that's always been a normal thing. And, and people say, well, you're reading my mail, but, but now <laughs> it's different. Now there's just like, 
a, a deeper level of, of seeing. But but it's, but that also yeah. comes with having to pull back just a little bit for that person. You know, I, I did that when yeah. I very, 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 very first started. People would come, and I'd get so excited because I could see all the potential. And I'd say, oh, here's your potential, and yeah. scare them to death, and they wouldn't come back. <laughs> you know, but, yeah, but yeah, but now, but now it's not just the potential, but but it's seeing in their spirit just a little bit deeper, and and knowing when to step into that, and then when to hold back just a little bit more. And so that that I've already begun to see like a little touch of that happening. Um, so I'm really excited about what's next in the counseling field. And, um, and and the other thing is I like to take what I do in the counseling room outside the counseling room and, and have yeah. church discussions about hard topics. And so I'm really looking forward to taking yep. this clarity into that as well. Well, uh, and anything I can do to help, you know, we've uh, uh, we've attend right now currently the same church right now, and so anything I can do, I think the church uh, needs to get real, and I think the church is too much surface. I think there's too many people playing church. Uh, it's time to get real. It's time to get our warriors ready for the God's wrap up. So I believe that's what we're doing. Uh, Gina is uh, there's a company out there. I don't know if it's ADT or whoever. They says we don't make things, we make things better. And that's what we do here at Like It Matters. We're getting ready to go hard break. Gina, thank you so much. God bless you. Uh, and I'll see okay. you Sunday at church, okay? Okay. Have a great day. Uh, all right, Gina. Bye-bye. I am black. And after the break, I'll introduce you to my son, Christian. We'll be right back. We've got a lot to cover and time is short. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox with devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. 
When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Gobble, gobble, as she said, right? So uh, today we're talking about clarity. We're talking about vision and purpose. Uh, and we use the example of uh, Miss Chadwick, who swam not only the English Channel, but she often swam the coast of Catalina, from Catalina Island to the coast. And when she lost clarity, she lost confidence, and she quit. And when she had clarity, she had confidence, and she pushed through. And so that's what we've been talking about today. But today I thought I'd like to end the show with my son, Christian. You know, uh, my daughter and son, Faith and Christian and Majors, my 16-year-old and Benaya, they've all grown up around my training. Now, they've grown up on the outside of my training. And one of the reasons why they could never take my training is because I'm the master trainer. And because it's an intense class and because we allow people to talk about whatever they want, some of the issues that they need to deal with would be in relation to me. I'm their father. A family of origin issues, they're called. And so in all fairness, I never thought it was appropriate for me to be their trainer while they went through. And so uh, it's pretty cool. Christian thought he knew what we did because he'd been around it all his life and seen most of it in little chunks here and there. But for the first time, uh, about a month ago, six weeks ago, he went to Vegas and was able to staff a class. And so I thought I'd have him come on and share on not only his uh, what he saw on it, and, but he's been sending people to our training for years. Most of his friends are graduates of mine, their circle. Uh, most of the people we went to school with, uh, teachers and administrators are graduates of mine. So let's welcome my son, Christian Black to the Like It Matters Radio Network. Thanks for being here, Christian. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here as Christian Back today. Yeah, as Christian Back. We, we are back in black. Back so in you black, choose. That's Christian right. Christian Back. So, uh, so you thought you knew the class, right? You've been grown up around it and all that. So when you went on staff, what was the biggest difference? What did you see or what blank was filled in that you didn't know existed? Well, for me, like, I remembered a lot of the specific. Um, activities, if you want to call them that, a lot of the things that were done. But, you know, I was so young. I was probably like three or four, you know. Yeah. I was I was very young. So it's just like little bits and pieces. But I also didn't have any of the actual application of like what it's actually meaning of, you know, none of the the background to the whys yeah. and, and what people are actually break. You would just through. see us doing stuff. Yeah, so. I, I remember, oh, they're doing this thing, but... 
you know, I didn't have the value behind why they're doing the it. Context yeah, the context. Yeah, the context. So thing. now you staffed your first class, and he uh-huh. it was so cool seeing him leave the class because it was like he went through it. Yeah. Because when people staff, even after they've been through it and they staff, they actually get more out of it when they staff the first time than when they went through it. So to see him out of it at the end, like bouncing, because it's like he went through it. So what, did, uh, what was the experience like staffing? What did you get from it? You know, it it was so cool being able to, from the back of the room, be able to see the gears turning in these people's heads. Because, you know, everybody has their different life experiences, their different backgrounds, their different families, their different, you know, um, cultures that they're coming from. And it hits them all in different ways at different times. And so you're able to, from the back, see how they deal with different kinds of issues and and see how it moves them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some people, it's pretty quick. You know, yeah. they, they're like, okay, you know what? We're yeah. just going to, we're going to go for it. And yeah. other people, it's like, no, what what is happening? What do yeah. you want from me? Why are you doing yeah. this? And, you know, to be able to read the manuals and everything, you yeah. know, and, and see, okay, this gear is turning and this is yeah. where they're missing out and they just need to get over this little bit and they'll be there, you know. Oh, it's um, uh, it's almost magic. Yeah, uh, it is. And, and it always works. It always, unless someone quits or have them, I kick them out, yeah. uh, it works. And uh, what do you think, I know it's an interesting question, Christian, but what do you think you got from staffing? Because everybody gained something. What did you think you got from staffing? I think it was really cool to see, especially with this class, that no matter how different people are, because the class that I staffed was very diverse. I mean, you said yeah. it a million times. Yeah, international class yeah. all over the world. Yep. Yeah. Um, just how quickly so many different people from all different walks of life and different places on the planet can just so quickly come together and become so united. Yeah. Uh, like and some didn't even know my language. I mean, yeah. some struggle with English. Yeah. And I talk fast, and I'm loud, and oh I'm intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it was it was crazy. But then it was also a really cool bonding experience for me and Henry. Yeah. Uh, and, and me and Val, and, uh, yep. and me and uh, Miss Wilson. Yeah. Um, no, it's cool. And what Christian's talking about, we had people from all over. It was in Vegas, and Vegas is a very international city. Uh, and it was stunning. We had brown and black and white and Asian. different languages, different socioeconomic, got Filipino, Asian from China. Uh, and we took people from all over the world. Yeah, melanin challenge. Yeah, we took people from all over the world uh, and created a team. And, uh, man, we could fix the problems that are going on in the world. Uh, we, we got the answer, but we need someone to see that we have the answer. So tell me about your friends. You've been sending people a long time time through our training. So why do you send people and what have you noticed when your friends come back? Um, you know, I, I just send people because I, I've always known, you know, even, even that, you know, my, my times where I struggled the most, you know, and I, I still would be like, you know what, this, this class is really cool. Uh, this class is really helpful. I've seen, I've seen people go in there and, you know, you could tell that they were suicidal. They yep. had nothing to live for. And then when they come out, they're, they're excited. They're pumped. They're ready to take on whatever life yeah. goes. 48 hours later, two days yeah. later. Yep. Two days. Yep. Um, it, it's funny, even. Um, there's some people that I work with. Uh, there's this really cool guy named Rodney. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, whenever I got back from the Vegas trip, you know, I was, I was just extra. I mean, I'm usually a high-energy, very pumped guy. But, like, I was... 
somehow above that, you know. <laughs> and so he walks right next to me, and so he's like, man, you, you seem on top of, like, you seem, like, just pumped. So he's asking me about your training, because I told him that I was going to help you, and, yeah. and I was like, look, man, you know, if you want to know more about it, how about you go? And, uh, you know, and so he was like, you know, I might, I might, you know, consider it. <laughs> but he, he's been telling me for the last few weeks now, he's like, you know, the best selling that you've done for your dad's class is me being able to see you. Yeah. Because how you hold yourself, how you think about things, yep. how you handle different situations in life shows me that your dad did something right. The saying is, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. And I love pudding. I got enough weight on. You can tell I like pudding. I like pudding. I guess Rodney would say I'm a pretty good pudding. (laughs) Yeah, good pudding. Good pudding. And quit with the Fat Albert jokes, John. So so you've had a lot of friends go through. A lot of friends go through. And um, I mean, and I've got letters from your friend's dads thanking Uh, me and all that. Yeah, we never, you know, and what people don't know is we never charge any that's all done for free uh we want to support uh you know i never had someone when i was young to mentor me i never had all that i never had anything and i know you got brett wasser you got me you got a lot of other people around you um but you know what happens when you send them our training they now get connected to me uh and they get now connected to a group of people and uh it's made a huge difference in your circle i mean uh how many people you think around you that have been through our training um as far as like every day interaction or most day interaction, I'd say probably about twelve, yeah, thirteen ish. Um, but as far as like in the grand scheme of people that I'm I'm friends with that I contact with, I'd say probably easily twenty five thirty. Yeah, the Wassels, Brad, man, we yeah. met some of our best friends and our family members in class. Yeah. Uh, you know, I met Val in class. The Brett Wasser is our best friend. He's like a second dad. Oh, and then there's team. Caleb. Yeah, and Caleb. Brown, all, all those Bell, people. Yeah, Adrian. Brett's probably responsible for two to three hundred people going through. So, so here's my son. How old are you? Twenty two, right? Twenty two. Yeah. Twenty two. So tell people listening why should they go to Leadership Awakening Christian? Because it's unlike anything else that you will ever do. Uh, you will learn more about yourself in two days than you have in your entire life. And that's that's if you 20 or if you 60. Um, it is something that forces you to just tear down your walls and take a 100% honest look at yourself and say, is this all I've got yep. or is there more to get? Yep. Um, and if if you've gone already, definitely staff because yeah. it's it's an amazing experience. Yeah, it's priceless. All right, and Christian grew up around this. Christian yeah. grew up, and he'll tell you I was a hard man to be around because they, he got Mr. Black. My my daughter got Mr. Black because that's who I was. Mr. Black emerged out of some of my youngerness, and that's why today I don't. Yeah, that's why today I don't like to teach the class because I got to revert back to some of the old stuff that I've worked to change. So uh, that's what we're talking about: clarity, uh, passion. You know, our six key words in Leadership Awakening are team, vision, purpose, focus, commitment, and passion. They are the six words that allow for the foundation for anything great. And what we've been talking about today is vision and purpose. Because if you can't see where you're going, you lose track of where you're going. And when you know who you are and why you're here and why do you get up each day, do what you do, that vision will help you get through any brain fog or any world fog that might happen. And boy, God knows we need some of that in America today. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. I see great days ahead for men and women of will and vision. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.